Old Steel. But my nose hole is itching. Old Steel, I said. Stop being such a baby. I will moment to scope this statue if you keep moving. But I'm bored. I don't care. You asked me to make a 30-foot golden effigy of you. It's not easy. And the last thing I need is for you to be a fidgety Philip. Have you nearly finished? Does it look like I've nearly finished? I've barely started. If you keep moving like that, I won't be able to concentrate. The finished article will look nothing like you. We are your masters. We've been here since before you crawled out of the oceans. I can do what I want. Are you sure you've been here that long? Yes. Ah, but are you really sure? Yes. But are you sure, though? Positive. But are you sure? Honestly, we've been here ages. I only ask because I went on holiday to London last year and I could have sworn I didn't see you. Well, we were there. So, we must have just missed each other. So why are you only now just putting up these statues? What? Why are you only just getting us to put up these statues? If you've been here millions of years. Shut up and work. Well then, keep still. I can't. I feel all hyper today. Well, have it your way, but like I said, if you keep moving, I can't do a good job. It's going to look really fake, like really lacking in detail and sort of laughable. No shadows, no textures. As if someone tried to CGI a giant melted Oscar statue onto some stock footage of landmarks. So be it. Don't say I didn't warn you. Where are you from, anyway? Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Ood One Out. Is that it? Is that what we say now? That's right, just for this season. Oh, that's good. All right, um... Hey, you might know me. My name's Laura. That's my name. Also, my nose is itching. That's true, it is. Always a problem when that happens. It is. You don't know what to do about it. No. What I like to do is this. Oh. You can just yeah, use the microphone really well. as a scratching post. Hey, how many people have used this mic cover now? I mean... Loads. Hundreds. Am I going to get the plague? I'm no maths man, but I would say thousands. Thousands. Maybe. Oh man, all the different types of rhinovirus I'm going to get. Hey, a rhinovirus is something that goes in your nose. Did you know that? Because rhinoplasty is getting your nose yeah. done. Nose yeah. job. That's right. Nose job city. I've never had a nose job, so I wouldn't know. I know that's because you have a perfect little nose. How do you think it would look if I did this? Well, I know exactly what it would look like if you did that, which for people at home is hooking your finger onto your nose and pulling it up like a piggly wig. 
I know what you look like. You Seamless. look a bit like a character from the League of Gentlemen. Oh, what, just normally? No, <laughs> that would be a really mean thing to suddenly say to you. You're my wife now, Dave. Hi everyone, my name is Chris Sigma and welcome to the Ucast. Uh, that was a slightly rambling beginning. I'm here with the light of my life, the beauteous nightingale of the Udcast, Laura Mead. How you doing? I made a blockage in your toilet, but I fixed it. That's your toilet too, so joke's on you. Oh, um, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm sleepy because we've had a lot of late nights doing exciting things up in London town. That's right. Um, really exciting things. Chris has been performing in his own theatre company, what he started. That's do, right. Doing amazing shows. I was in a cast with Dan Starkey. Yes, Strax himself. Not doing anything va- even remotely Strax-like. Although at one point he did build a glass effigy of his own offspring and then have it smashed into his eyes and cry blood. That's true, he did do that. Maybe that is a bit Strax-like. Dan's an amazing actor. He is really good. Did you notice how I just called him Dan? Like, just used his first name like it was like, nothing. As, as if you know him. Yeah. <laughs> but you do know him. I do really well now. We've he's been a in nice, a cast. He's a nice bloke. I, I like him. I think he's funny. I directed him. Yeah, check you out. <laughs> anyway, um, we're here this week to do a very brief, I'm afraid, episode of The Ood One Out because... Much is happening. Yes, tomorrow morning at five o'clock in the morning, Christopher is jetting off to, not Barcelona this time, but Athens. That's right. I'm going to Athens for an improv festival. Um, But we thought we would quickly sneak in our thoughts to this week's episode, which is called The Lie of the Land. One thing. All right. So the first thing that I loved about this episode was the sort of 1984 vibe and that grey dystopian aesthetic that carried throughout. I thought it was really bleak and clever, that whole sort of heads down, pretend everything's fine mentality. Yeah, it was sort of dystopia 101, wasn't it? Yep, very much so. Instead of the thought police, you have the memory police, which, I mean, in a way that's even harder, isn't it? I thought that would make a good name for an episode the memory criminals yeah that sounds very doctor Who-y. i wonder if at some point it was called the memory criminals and so diff- like i don't understand how they monitor that i suppose it's as soon as somebody puts anything out there that's contravening the accepted narrative then boom they come down at them like a jackbooted gestapo type thingies like a ton of grey concrete bricks yeah and the fact that you can be in prison for 10 years in a gulag just for having comics Mm. (gasps) but whenever i think of gulag i think of goulash and i go "Mm, yummy gulag delicious i mean i've had goulash before and i mostly like it if it's got dumplings in it you know the sort of dumplings that float on the top i love a good dumpling that's good dumplings i'm glad well my first thing actually Slightly ironically, when I've just named various different names for this episode, is the actual name of this episode, The Lie of the Land, which I only got several hours ago. I I thought about it and I was like, The Lie of the Land. There was a very cute moment where you realised and you went, oh, is this the end? Yeah. Yeah. It's perpetuating a lie. 
they're they're feeding it into people's brains. I mean, that's a pretty creepy idea as well, that people sort of know. They sort of know that they're being controlled, but they can't do anything about it. And if they stop concentrating, then it just slips from their memory. That's really, I hate that. The idea that my mind might not be my own is a really chilling concept. Well, that kind of brings me in a neat segue onto the second thing that I really like. Two things. Is how unabashedly political these scripts are getting. And it was just, in fact, when you were talking about that last concept, the idea that and you can effectively browbeat an entire world into submission by giving them false information for long enough. That's something that's pretty politically astute at the moment. And the Doctor's various rants throughout this season have all had a very, very telling point. I should mention at this point that we're three days before the UK has a general election. And by the time this episode comes out, we'll know what is happening with that. But uh, I think a lot of the script writing at the moment is right on the button. And it's quite interesting that they've managed to come up with some of these ideas when these things would have been filmed months in advance. Right, the Doctor even described something as fake news at one point. And I think, was that a bit of ADR later on? Because that's tremendously astute. Yeah, I think it is. And goodness knows, you know, we've all had a bit of that, haven't we? Well, you're right. The politics of the moment is to make people fearful. It's to talk about the other making these bogeymen out of just people who aren't like us, the majority. And that's how... That's how Brexit happened. That's how Trump happened. And to see Doctor Who dealing with it in this kind of science fiction-y way is really interesting. Uh, And of course, the aliens have mind probes and some bizarre techno babble amplified through Bill way of doing it. But that's what media is. Social media, um, all of the big channels. Trump! Oh, sorry, I had a cough there. Oh, is it better? Yeah, I think so. <coughs> oh, oh, it's dear, happening to it you now. as well. It's contagious. Another oh, rhinovirus, bad. maybe. I mean, he does listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what uh, Kovfefe was about. Mm. Oh, yeah. listen to us. We're so political and stuff. No. Morning Joe and the Oodcast. That's yeah. what happens in mm-hmm. the West Wing of the morning. Yep, yep. Well, this is actually a delightful happenstance because my second thing was about the fake news comment. So you've... Pretty much covered it off. Hooray! We're so alike. Good job we're married and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Three things that we liked. Uh, My third thing was the Doctor's use of very old technology to combat the uh, alien monk chaps. I really liked that people were armed with Walkmans. That is my kind of Doctor Who. Deus Ex Machina. How are we going to get past this incredible mind probe technology that's taking over the entire world? Well, I found a way of circumventing it using an old Sony Walkman and a cassette tape. Well done, Doctor. Fantastic. I take my hat off if I was wearing a hat, which I'm not. Although what I am wearing is a facsimile of the Seventh Doctor's costume made entirely out of pyjama material. Yes, Yes, and soon you will be nestled up in bed, dressed like him too, 
Except for the umbrella, right? I mean, to add. that's a real kink, isn't it? People who like to snuggle up with Sylvester McCoy circa 1989. Yeah, it is a pity that you couldn't have gone a few regenerations later. But here, here's my third thing. I thought it was particularly good in this episode, and it doesn't regularly happen with this Doctor in particular, is that the supporting soldiers, the freedom fighters, they weren't useless. They were actually pretty competent, not just in the fantastic battle scene. And I actually found that quite moving, the fact that they were charging in, all guns blazing, and actually managing to do some damage for a change. Um, But they were also very, very composed in the face of possible discovery and now of of course with hindsight you understand why the guard inside the prison ship would have been so sort of nervous when the monks arrived to do a spot check of the papers of bill and Ardol when they're trying to break the doctor out they are completely in cahoots with the doctor as well and there's every possibility that they could be discovered too and yet they don't even flinch they don't break character it's and, very like the Doctor, isn't it, to turn a prison into a headquarters yeah, or a battering ram. Absolutely marvellous. Although I just think that was a bit daft. Yes, let's just run the ship straight into the docks and, I don't know, have to get off really quickly before it sinks. Oh, you'd get off really quickly because it'd be going really fast then suddenly uh, wouldn't be. And like then you if, would be going very fast. So you'd go in a bit like a, using a ship as a trebuchet. There's no seatbelts on the front of a boat. (laughs) Just ask Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. I I will. I'll I'll ask them. Oh, no, they're busy. They're they're not picking up. Okay. But yeah, I liked that. The fact that the supporting cast of helping temporary companions were all solid. They all did a really good job. And even when they messed up slightly with the... Um, with the moment where the Walkman is shot and the guy turns. I don't know his name, that character, but the beardy guy. I'm going to call him Jerry Beardo. Jerry Beardo. Yeah. Very good. Okay. When Jerry Beardo turns, um, they don't even have to put him down. It's just a little nerve pinch and he's asleep for a while. Yeah, a slightly cheeky Star Trek reference, and they're away. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Great stuff. Well, now it's the section sponsored by you, because you insisted we had it. It's yes. the bit that we didn't like so much. <laughs> this bit is not so good. I guess if I had to think of something that I didn't like, and I liked this episode fine, I thought it was good, even, um is that I thought the love conquers everything ending was a bit naff. And particularly because they'd subverted the love conquers everything ending last week. Last week it was because Bill cared so much about the Doctor that the human race was handed over uh, to the monks. So I thought it was a bit, oh, a bit of a wasted opportunity to then have that same person and that same wellspring of love this time for a mother being the thing that saves the planet it's kind of a no score draw really for bill because if she hadn't handed us over in the first place nothing bad would have happened but then she saved us so all is forgiven bill but it just seemed like a bit of a nothing ending 
and they were striving for this grace note that I don't think they quite managed. Yeah, I agree. It was um, super cheesy, but uh, I think there was a bigger offender than that. Did you notice it? There were quite a few of them. They were about 35 foot tall. Those bloody awful statues. Oh my goodness. I mean, I know that there's probably not a huge budget for CGI, but they really were quite rubbish. And just sticking out like a sore thumb everywhere. Yeah, every time I saw them, it just took me out of the world that they'd created and into <laughs> into slight fits of, that's really bobbins. Well, there we are. Some slight grumbles from us, but on the whole... Another solid episode and looking forward to next week's episode, which I believe is called The Empress of Mars, which looks like a kind of steampunk jolly. Yeah, it does. I wonder if we'll get a bit more Missy. I think we will. I think there's more Missy to come. Mm, mm. We yeah. will not Missy... Well, uh, we won't long. be missying out. No. Uh, before we finish this episode, though, here's this week's haiku. 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 How would you say it? I'd just say haiku. Haiku. Here is the haiku for the lie of the land. Oppressive regime weakened by imagined mum. Everyone forgets. Well, there we go. Um, We blitzed through our episode this week because we've got to get up at 5am tomorrow morning. So let's down microphones and head for Bedfordshire. Yes, uh, but before we do that, there's just enough time to say, hey, come and talk to us on the commodity. It's become a really thriving, really interesting place to discuss Doctor Who. I really enjoy logging onto Facebook and talking to the guys on there. We would love to get more people to join. So just go to the Facebook and then type in commodity, which is spelt as it sounds in a really crazy way with loads of double yep. letters. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you can email us at theoodcast at mac.com or we're on Twitter at theoodcast. Yes, come say hello. Thank you very much. Other than that, our time together has drawn to an end. So, good night from me. And toodle pip from me. Just time for you to sing a song, I guess. Oh, what now? I am sitting at the table, practicing my meditation. I'm ostensibly alone, but I have poured two cups of coffee. So I focus my attention through the palimpsest of lies. And when I open up my eyes, I see my mother sitting there. Every day I need reminders of the things that really happened And I do not understand why no one else is getting worried And on the TV broadcast is the man who took me flying He tells us we should trust them, but I know that's not the truth So I launch a rescue mission Sailing out into the channel Where we infiltrate a prison So that we can free the doctor But he's acting very strangely Talking about a new world order So I grab a gun and shoot him But he's not actually dead There's a woman in a prison 
playing no cien by sati and she says that she will help us if we let her have a pony and I'm suddenly aware that I could end this problem now, but it would mean the kind of sacrifice the doctor can't allow. Oh, the memory of my mother running through me as I offer just a tiny glimpse of freedom. I am thinking of her voice and her smile in the photograph I like to look at every day. I've gone and saved the world and luckily I still have a brain. Do 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 do